TheOAMNetwork.com. Hey guys, it's Justin. When you get done with this podcast, do us a favor. Give us a five-star rating and a positive review. And then head over to our YouTube channel and subscribe. As always, for all of our content, go over to GarageAthletes.com. Sign up for our newsletter. Today on Garage Athletes Podcast, we talk with Rocky Pico. Rocky's an adaptive athlete and a member of Team Some Assembly Required. He's also owner of CrossFit Douglasville. We got a chance to sit down with him. I was really inspired by his story. Check this one out. Hey guys, not all athletes are created equal. Individual programs are the best way to reach your full athletic potential, but they're expensive. We've created a training system that allows us to test you and place you into one of our program designs based on your strengths and weaknesses. Because of this, you can get the full effect of an individualized program without the cost. So go check it out under programs at garageathletes.com. What's going on, guys? It is another episode of Garage Athletes Podcast. Um, I am Justin, your host, with my co-host... Brandon Phillips. Yes, and we are here with Rocky, and I don't want to screw your last name up, so can you say it? It would be Pico. 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 Sounds really simple, but there's like a W somewhere in there. It's silent. It's silent. What what background is that? It's actually Polish, and the original version of it is Pifka. 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 Is there a, there's not Pifka. an F in there, though, is there? Nope. That's even more <laughs> weird. What's going on? That's with the it? Polish. We got the whole... It's like <laughs> the, the Polish already making jokes. Uh, but we... Uh, it's the Brazilians, the R's sound like H's. And Hispanic... Uh. That, yeah, like Horace Gracie instead of Royce oh, Gracie, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, that makes sense. And we yeah. did a podcast with um, Rafael, which people would call him Rafael. Rafael. Yeah. Uh, that's two podcasts in a row we're talking about grammar. <laughs> like stuff in the, we start out, maybe, maybe we shouldn't do that. But yeah, then um, any Spanish would be like um, Jose, like J-O-S-E. The J's yeah. are like Jose's. That's weird. So Jesus. apparently W's Jesus. are F's in yes. Poland. <laughs> okay. Nobody so, messes with the Jesus. So if anybody doesn't know who Rocky is, um, start off by telling us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, I own a CrossFit gym in Douglasville. I started that a little over three years ago, and um, I am an adaptive athlete. I'm missing my right arm. I was born that way. Um, now, not the whole right arm, but it, it's just, is it part of your ulnar and radius? Like, It's if you were to make a fist yeah. and just bind it together is pretty much okay, what it was. Okay. So, because um, that's pretty much what it looked like when I was born. They didn't realize I had one hand because both my fists were like that. Yeah. Until they, of course, examined yeah, it and realized. Yeah. yeah. Huh. So it didn't happen in like an accident or anything like no. that. You were just born with it. Did just, they just say just like a genetic defect? Yeah, or just something? a genetic defect. They never came up with a reason or anything like that. So that's crazy. Yeah. And that was the only thing that was wrong or deformed with you. Uh, yeah, other than that, and maybe a little bit of brain damage. But, <laughs> <laughs> but they still, they're still debating that. Debating that, yes. <laughs> All right. Where's his wife at? We need to ask her. Yeah. So. <laughs> she left. She, she would like, confirm. We started. She, we, the microphones came out, and she yeah, was like, she I'm was leaving. Gone. So and she was like, don't make a fool out of yourself. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, continue. So you, you, um, you own a gym there, and um, yeah, talk about adapt- adaptive athlete. 
Well, adaptive athlete, that's, I mean, there's a wide, wide range of that. I mean, that, I feel everybody's adaptive in some form or fashion. Uh, just some of us are more profound, uh, missing a leg, missing an arm, missing both legs and arms. Some of us, you know, have never worked out before. Some of us are obese. Um, as far as adaptive, I feel, is just everybody, um, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So. Yeah. But adaptive athlete itself is is about people that are a little bit more profound um, physically. Yes, uh, yes, you know have have to adapt. So did you did you start that, or where where where, where did that come from? The adaptive athlete. I um, I actually started with a group called I Am Adaptive. Okay, um, and they're trying to spread the word of uh, you know being adaptive, trying to get rid of the term you know uh, handicapped yeah. or disabled, mm-hmm. um, because it just has a stigma to it. Yeah. Um, um, we're just adaptive. Yeah, um, absolutely. So. Yeah, just different. <laughs> yes. Everybody's completely right, different. Right. So some people are different in different ways. That's pretty cool. I like that. So when you do, when y'all started the adaptive thing, now you you do clinics right now, right? Yes. Or but they do. Yes. Yes. They yes. Do, and you're part of that. I'm part of that. So uh, so like, how is that going on right now? Is that like getting momentum in the CrossFit world or like gen, or general fitness world? Because I mean, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a population. I mean people think about it and it's kind of like what you probably thought about a lot of your people you say everybody's adaptive and obese and everything they think they oh, i can't exercise right i can't do this but with you in the adaptive athlete program you're saying you can and this is right. we just have to work with your limitations and what you have so is that picking up steam whenever wherever you're going like in the crossfit gyms and all that yeah it's actually picking up a lot of momentum i mean the more you look around i mean more people are being more and more aware of it especially with the social media and everything so yeah, yeah i mean absolutely. with Wadapalooza, I mean that was huge yes. down there yeah. with Waterpalooza, seeing those athletes down there, and uh, I don't need—I don't know the details. Were you down there, Waterpalooza? No, I, I missed that one. So, but uh, I am actually with the group uh, Team SAR, some assemblies acquired, which is an adaptive elite uh, team. So that are traveling around. That is the coolest stand. That is. That is pretty bad. Is that a website? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of which, I have to stop right here. You have the the single coolest. Um, social media handle that I've ever seen in my entire life. So if you go follow um, Rocky at it's single handedly, single handedly, <laughs> and it's spelled differently too, right? It's how does it spelled? Instead of an e after s i n g l um, underscore underscore handedly. Yeah. So it's just the most. I don't know. <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, that is amazing. That is awesome. So you are. Did you start as a CrossFitter? Or um, have because you're you're really pursuing Olympic weightlifting right yes, now. Yes, yes, I am. Um, did you start as a CrossFitter and move on to that, or have you always just looked into weightlifting? Or because I, th- I think I've seen you doing some muscle ups. Yeah. Well, I mean, we worked out. He worked out at CrossFit Kennesaw with me, like what two or three years ago. Do you, oh, well, that's been a, it's been a while ago. It's been it's, a long time. It's ago. almost five so, years. Yeah, ago. Like yeah five yeah. years. Yeah. And time flies. Yeah. Time flies. Yeah, but I mean, that's when I met him a long time ago. So you so you started as CrossFit and, and what yep. what drew you to that? Um, I mean, obviously you've had this since birth. Yes. Um, you know you've been the way you are since birth, I should say. Um, and so there have been some difficulties doing certain things in life. So it has I guess that's driven you to do maybe things that people say that you couldn't do. Absolutely. Has that just been the way you've been the whole time? Like, have you yeah. always seeked out fitness, or before fitness was it something else? Like, I've always. Uh was into fitness and actually in my 20s i had busted my back up um and i was really into powerlifting, uh weightlifting back then and that really crushed me the doctor pretty much said i'm never gonna be able to lift again 
Wow, um, for your your back, like you broke yeah. your back. Yeah. So um, all he, doctors say. Yeah. Yeah. Do <laughs> don't lift <laughs> ever. Doctors. Don't ever lift again. And he said I'd probably never lift more than 10, 20 pounds ever again in my life. And I just went into a spiral. And all they wanted to do was pump me full of pain medicine. Long story short, twelve years of just gaining weight, getting hooked on pain pills. I ended up blowing up to three hundred pounds. Oh, I've seen some pictures yeah, before. Yeah. We need to we need to post some of those pictures. Yeah, we'll, we'll post some of the stuff. And, and there's a really cool video talking about the doctor say you wouldn't lift ten or twenty pounds over your head. There's a cool video of you putting like two hundred pounds over your head. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is which is pretty one of the most amazing things I've seen. I think the first time I got a chance to meet you was at one of the meets that we did at the garage games yeah. over at at the gym and. Um, and watching you uh, snatch, I was—I think I was running the table. I was on the microphone, and I—I I, I didn't even meet you before it, and came out there. I'm like, "Holy crap! What's what's about to happen?" Like I didn't know what. To, I'm honestly, you right. know, I mean, not, nothing bad, but I didn't know what to think. I was like, "What? This is, this could be bad." And then like it was—it was a miracle. Like I was like, "Holy <laughs> crap! How did he do that? That is the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life." And like from then on, I was—I was like, "Man, I, I gotta." That's the first thing I thought of too. I was, when you, we need a podcast with this guy and, and, and talk to him um, about, you know, what he's been through in his life. So um, you you were doing powerlifting before CrossFit? Uh, before I broke my back, yes. Yes. And, yeah. and then doctors told you the same mm-hmm. old story. They always tell everybody. Yeah. They don't want to get mm-hmm. sued, I guess, whatever. Right. And then um, where did it go from there? Well, 12 years later, um, I decided one day that this wasn't me because – Fitness has always been in me, and I've always told people when I was gaining weight, well, what I used to do. I used to do this, and you used to do that, and to me, I always thought when I was telling people that, they were looking at me going, yeah, right. Uh, so just one night, I was sitting on the couch, 3 o'clock in the morning, with a so- uh, bowl of cereal on my stomach, like a TV tray, just <laughs> eating away, awesome. and said, this is not me. And I had set that bowl down and haven't turned away since. So, Man, that's awesome. I... I eat a lot of cereal oh i still eat cereal <laughs> <laughs> i came back to the cereal about six yeah. months later he's like whoa 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 i didn't say i stopped eating cereal i said i started working out <laughs> so what's your favorite kind of cereal that's when it, that's whenever you cuts off to a little slideshow and it's the lucky charms coming in and beating yeah. rocky's ass you liar <laughs> well right now it's uh fruity pebbles fruity pebbles yeah. really okay yeah. okay i've always been oh, a fan yeah. of the uh the reese's puffs Remember those? And those then before good. those you came drink out. the chocolate milk after. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and then before that, it was the Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch is good, too. Yeah. Man, it cuts the roof of your mouth, though. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, well, you, it, you, there's this perfect amount of time you have to wait for the milk to get into where it's not yeah. too soggy and not too crunchy. Right. Yeah, I want cereal. You got to gotta <laughs> step your cereal game up, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm Fruity Pebbles and Lucky Charms. The other day, like like two weeks ago, we, since we upped our training like for the games, I've been just craving whatever I can get. I literally sat there, and I felt like you when you were sitting there with that bowl in your stomach. I had the bag <laughs> out looking for marshmallows because I ate all the marshmallows <laughs> out of the Lucky like Charms bag. Like a fiend, <laughs> just looking for that marshmallow. And I ate every single marshmallow out of a bag of Lucky Charms. Then I had to throw the bag away because then well, you're not going to eat just dry cereal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who does that? Who does that? <laughs> so, yeah, I like Lucky Charms. That's funny. So, um, so what? How did you find out about CrossFit? Because it, it sounds to me like you were doing your powerlifting, and then you know the doctors told you, and I guess the CrossFit was the next thing. Did you just walk into a box? Did you see it online? Or no, actually, I had just gone back to a regular gym, and then slowly started working out. And 
at that time, I had lost contact with my best friend that I grew up with. Um, what did your workouts look like um, when, when you were just doing the regular gym? Uh, just your bench, your squat, your deadlift. You know, okay, your, your so typical, still doing yeah, power. Yeah, you yeah. weren't doing like bicep curls and like pec flies no, or no. whatever. Yeah. Just your typical, yeah. Cool. Um, and he finally got a hold of me one day and we were talking. And I was telling him how I was getting back into shape and he, he happened to be running a CrossFit up in Rhode Island. And I never heard about it or anything. Yeah. And so he says, you need to check it out. And I'm like, yeah, I'll check it out. And I never did. Um, <laughs> sure, man. I'll see you later. <laughs> Whatever. Good talking to you. So that went on for probably about three, four months of us talking. And he came down to visit for a week. And he was starting to show me videos. And I'm like, I love this. I got to start. I got to find a box near me. And how long ago was this? This is about five years ago. Okay. A little over five years so ago. So it yeah. was still, there, was, there were boxes up around there. Yeah, so yeah. It's, yeah. Especially in, in this area, yeah. Yeah. around here, the, the Georgia area has is, is, is always been huge. So you just went and walked into a box? Yep. What was the name of the gym that you went into? At the time, uh, it was Aaron's uh, CrossFit. It was at, at a uh, Knuckle Up. It was like in okay. corner somewhere, you know, yeah. didn't really have a name yet or anything like that. Uh, he had just got his L1 and started running it. And eventually what happened there... Um, I kind of picked up on everything pretty quickly, and he said, why don't you get your you know, cert and start helping me coach? So that happened, and shortly after that, that place right there had gone out of business. So he sold all his stuff, and he sold it to me, so I started doing private lessons. Oh, wow. And then from there, that's when I went to Kennesaw and started oh. working for Chris over there, yeah. Okay, so he it sold just, you his, his like equipment? Yep. And then you just brought it over to Kennesaw? No, I actually went and kept it at my house and did private training. Okay, so, yeah. I got you, I yeah. got you. So it wasn't like a, a huge like gym? No, now no. It was, it was a small amount. Very of small, yeah. And going over to CrossFit Kennesaw, cool. Yeah. Um, what is uh, What made you, or I'm, I'm assuming you're still doing CrossFit? Absolutely, or, yeah. Okay. What, um, when was the first time you did a weightlifting meet? Was it the, the one that the garage, at yep. the garage? Yes. Really? Yes. That's crazy. So you had, I mean, hmm. what, I what, yeah, I, I didn't, I had no idea. Yep. So you were training leading up to that. Did you change anything for it? Or like, have you always lifted with a strap? Because you have, I, explain exactly, because um, I was curious and just watching, it's, it's an amazing thing, exactly what you do to, to get the bar there, because you have to kind of almost balance it. Yeah. When you get over your head or there's a strap. For the, for, well, for the snatches, I tie a power strap onto my arm tightly onto the bar. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, to put it simply, yeah. yeah. It's tied to the bar. Okay. Uh, and up until about a month ago, actually, I wasn't able to go up too heavy in weight because, well, I'm tied to the bar. I can't bail. I didn't yeah. have to worry about, you know, losing the weight. Yeah. Or I always had to come back down. And just recently, I figured out a way to be able to release the bar. So okay. now the weight's going up in my lips. Huh. Yeah. How does that happen? How do I release? Yeah, how do you release it? It's this? really hard to explain. It's just a little <laughs> wiggle, sure, sure a little wiggle that okay. I do as it's coming down. It's, I mean, it's still scary. I mean, there's times it feels like it's not going to release. I feel I'm like that out. when I'm doing because I, when I snatch with straps and like you just kind of get used to it, you hold on to it and then you let go. Yeah. And I don't. And I, I've, I've never missed behind me on a snatch. I don't. I can't remember. You haven't. Missing. No. It freaks Finish me. Finish your pull, Brandon. It freaks me <laughs> out. Man. It freaks me out. Yeah, if you ever see me miss behind, there's something wrong. It's it's more <laughs> scary. Well, they say missing behind is you know is a better sign than missing. Oh forward, yeah, like whenever somebody misses behind in the gym, I'm like, scary. count that. That's yeah. a good lift. <laughs> 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 that's a good lift. 
Good old college try. <laughs> you, need, you, need a, you need to add more weight. If you're missing behind, you add more weight. <laughs> yeah, you just have enough weight on the bar. You're pulling it too high. No, but but still, like I, the thing that bothers me the most though is people that should have missed it behind, and they they're scared of missing it behind, yeah. so they try and push it forward. Yeah. and that's when people get hurt. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. Yeah, I guess it wouldn't come across very well on audio or whatever. But you do have some articulation in, in I guess the wrist joint. Yeah, I can bend my so, wrist. Yeah, yeah. So and then is it? <laughs> oh, I wish we would have seen that. He just put his hand up to the microphone and just went weeky weeky. <laughs> like, I don't know if you're waving it to. That's great. Um, so so the clean and jerk is it? It, I'm trying to describe it well because I've seen it plenty of times. Yeah. We can put videos up on it or whatever. Uh, yeah, but you do basically the same thing. Um, basically, you go like, is it an over-under grip yes. that you do? Yeah. And then, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, when it's you pretty, bring it it's up, pretty awesome. it's almost like a continental clean. Um, if you've seen like the, the strong men do it, you bring it up there and then you shoot your arm around and your hand is, or your arm is up and it's resting on your shoulder. Right. Right, so and then actually, I think recently you just kind of switched it a little bit. What, to a crossover, Edward, yeah. Over at, uh, Edward Baker over at Coffee's Gym, you guys. What did he? What did he change about it? Uh, now I cross my arm over so I can actually get more base on my shoulder. Okay, to so where here sometimes mm-hmm. it would roll off. Yeah, so instead of just the front delt, it's more of like you're actually, right. I guess, kind of internally rotated right. the way it is or whatever. And he actually got that from watching a video of old footage of, like, strongmen when they're doing a continental clean, yeah. and most of them are big, huge guys. They don't have that mobility to get on their shoulders, yeah. so they, they would actually have to release their arm to catch it onto their shoulders. Yeah. I don't know why I'm demonstrating because they can't see me. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Everybody right, we got it. We got it. <laughs> I got the GoPro. Let me, let me yeah. get my camera up and do this here. Should right. put it up right there in the corner. Yep. So, okay, and then after that, again, you just, because you don't use a strap when you clean. No, I don't. So I used to, but not anymore. Again, you kind of balance it on that joint, mm-hmm. and then you get it overhead. Yeah. And it's the coolest and scariest thing, yeah. again, I've, I've, I've ever seen. And wh- what made you like, okay, I understand adaptive. I understand we want to do things that we can't do or, or that, you know, people say that we can't do. Um, and, and I, you know, everybody understands that. Um, and as far as CrossFit, but just saying, okay, I'm going to do weightlifting. What what was going through your head when you said I want to do a competition in weightlifting? Because it's just those two movements. It's such a it's such a you know a, technical a, a niche thing and such niche. a technical thing. Yeah. Was was that literally the only reason you wanted to do it, or did you just find yourself really enjoying it? Because to me, like you move amazingly, and I mean, obviously you spent a lot of time doing it, so. I mean, I'm, I guess what I'm saying is maybe you could have you could put energy into other things, but you you seem to have put a lot of time and energy into that. Do you just really love weightlifting? Yes, I, I I love weightlifting, and I love the challenge of just the weightlifting. Yes, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, cool, man. Well, I I'll tell you what, um, adaptive athlete, and what it, what is the name of of your gym that you're at now? CrossFit Douglasville. CrossFit Douglasville. And now, is is that your gym that you own? Yes, you it said? is. And um, how's, how is that doing? How are your members doing? Um, do you have a, a good amount of adaptive athletes there, too? Or is it just like a, you know, like a normal box, like, you know, bound or garage or something like that? Yeah, it's just a normal box. Uh, recently, I've been getting more and more adaptive athletes coming uh, because they're seeing more and more on the social media and stuff like that and the whole awareness with the I Am Adaptive and now with the Team SAR. So, yeah. Cool, cool. Brandon? 
Have you ever been to CrossFit Douglasville? No, no. I keep telling him I want to go by there. I haven't driven through there, and I can't remember last time I was in Douglasville, probably 2002 or three, when I was at University of West Georgia. I have to admit, I worked. I, admit. I worked at Abercrombie in, Dau- in Douglasville. <laughs> yeah, we, I saw your hair. I saw your hair. You definitely worked. At yeah, I worked there for like three weeks, and I was like, I can't do this. I, I <laughs> have no idea where Douglasville is. I would have to look at it on a map. How far away is it from here? It took about an hour, almost an hour. That's yeah. all so, 20 past Six Flags. So when you're driving up to Coffee's to train, like mm-hmm. how often are you doing that? Because that's right. in Marietta. That's that's about an hour too, right? It about 45 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm doing it once a week right now. You know, just trying to get some extra tips, extra coaching. So, what what would you say? Um, I mean, your overall goal is um, with because you just got recently got your level one certification for USAW mm-hmm. as well, or I guess it's is it coach. Coaches prep or sports performance or whatever sports they performance call it. now. Yeah, they changed yeah. the name yeah. of it or whatever it is. Yeah, sports and performance. You, and you got that um, with uh, Rachel Bamachino yeah. and um, and Edward Baker. Edward, yeah. And um, what was was that? Just I guess the next step for you, mm-hmm. or um, do you want to move on to coaching weightlifting, or do you think that that was just um, to help you with CrossFit? I eventually do want to coach weightlifting. Yes. Um, but I, I really want to get into the whole competing and try to see how high up I can go. So, Okay. Now, what are the – because I'm not 100% sure about the whole rules, like, on a USAW level. Um, have you looked into that? Do they, like, grant you exceptions if, if you're adaptive to be able to use, like, straps and things like that? I'm Rocket. It doesn't matter. So. <laughs> no, he walks on the platform and says, watch, bitch. <laughs> try me. Try me. I'm about to lift this shit. Try to no-lift me. <laughs> But have, have you looked into it at all? or um, I have actually had people look into it, and there's nothing saying that I can't. So. Oh, cool. That's yeah. awesome. So I was just curious because I know, like, if 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 I were to do a meet with with strap with a strap on right. or something like that, they would, um, you know, it, yeah. it, it wouldn't count or whatever. But I would assume that there would be exceptions. Right. Just like they made exceptions for, um, was it Kalsum Abdul, because her religious background wouldn't let her wear right. a singlet. Yeah. So they let her wear like this skin colored leotard right. or something like that. And, you know, so I'm sure they're making exceptions. I was just sure, you know, how much I wasn't sure if you looked into that or how much um, how much they're accepting that, because I would imagine as CrossFit gets bigger and as the adaptive athlete kind of um, as you see more adaptive athletes come into the right. sport and fall in love with weightlifting as you have, it's going to become more of an issue. Maybe maybe it's not now, but it's going to become more of a, I shouldn't say issue, but it's become more of a topic right? You know that, that needs to be addressed. So, man, that's cool. Man. We'll, we'll, I'll definitely look into that. I'll, I'll look into USAW, and um, we got some friends there, and we'll, okay. we'll see. Because uh, I would love to see you. How old are you now? 45. 45. So, you're, yeah, you're Pan Am. You didn't get a chance to go to the Pan no. Ams in Savannah, no. though, did you? No. Um, where are your numbers at, though? Aren't you, Your numbers for 45 are probably pretty close. Because you're, I mean, 45, what weight class are you? Well, now I'm going to 69. Going to 69? Yeah, yeah. Have you looked at the total? Too many pretty pebbles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what were you before? Were you, at, were you a 77? 77, yeah. Okay, yeah, so going down. Yeah. Cutting out the pet, pretty pebbles. Oh, okay, yeah. you're going down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, I'd have to look at the numbers, but I would imagine because w- what are your best lifts so right now training? Clean and jerk, uh, two seventy five. Two seventy five. Yeah. Oh wow. Wow. For some, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So yeah. And then snatch is right now it's one fifty five. Okay, but still, so Going about up. a seventy kilo and hundred. So that's a two hundred kilo total. That's still actually. It's pretty close. Yeah, our that's our, our forty five seventy seven kilo lifter. 
got silver at Pan Am's, Donovan Conrad. Yeah. Shout out to Donovan Conrad. He's a 45, 77-kilo lifter, and I think his total, he went, um, I, th- I think his total was under 200. So, and the best total was under 277. So, 69, you probably could have brought home gold had you have gone to do it. So, that's, that's yeah, you're like, what the heck, man? <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> So what the hell, um, bro, what the I, hell? Gotta go. <laughs> you gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta so go. Words, you're gotta going go to our Fourth uh, of July meet, right? Yeah. Right, well, have you signed up for the Fourth of yes, July? Yes, I have. You're gonna be there. Yes. That's gonna be cool. Yes. That's gonna be a really cool. One. We're gonna do it. We're gonna light off some firecrackers and, outside. Yeah, maybe as Rocky water. snatches and hits his clean and jerk to qualify for the Pan Ams. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's well, it's too late for the Pan Am Masters I mean, this I year. Like, yeah, but like even I mean, American Open. Um, yeah, so. Once he hits a clean and jerk, we want to set a firework off. <laughs> That's what I want to do. I, I, I want to not not to promote our, our 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 competition or whatever, but I I do want to like have fireworks. <laughs> I always talk about that. Like I the want biggest to, lift of each weight class. Absolutely, you want fireworks yeah. To go or, off. or at least when people get the like the you know when they walk out like there's yeah. smoke and like we talked about that. It's like, like WWE. I want to be like WWE. <laughs> Why not? Screw it. I think more people. Would be I want somebody it. to come out like the Ultimate Warrior does in that little <laughs> one we just get out screaming. <laughs> Somebody come out in a singlet, just start shaking sprint, the bar like he did the rope. The bar. Before yeah. We go. <laughs> oh man. So Rocky, what? Uh, we were talking about food. We were talking about cereal. What? Um, what does your diet look like? Are you like super clean? Like, do, I mean, do you just you train a bunch and eat whatever you want to? Or, well, I keep it somewhat clean. Um, uh, right not now, paleo though, right? Not paleo. Okay. No. I'm actually on the. Uh, He's flex- trying to make gains. Does bro. anybody yeah. make paleo? Does anybody mm. do paleo anymore? No, they realize no. they don't make gains in that. No, you look like good. You look good. You look good in a bathing suit with paleo, but you don't lift a barbell. I don't know. I don't know about that. So, <laughs> so <laughs> you look good in a bathing suit, paleo. Good in a bathing suit. I, I didn't look That's like the second paleo. time I've ever had abs when I was paleo. Man. I, 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 I had still got abs, that picture on my else. phone to show people. It's like a, it's like a picture I send. I'm like, oh yeah, I had abs. Look at that. <laughs> I had abs. It's all because of avocado and, and almonds. A lot of steak and avocado. <laughs> so so yeah. So what, what does it look like? What is your take us through your daily routine um, when you wake up? What what is the first thing you do in the morning? Um, and not just food wise, but what's the first thing you do in the morning? I have a big old bowl of cereal. Okay. <laughs> I do. Cool. Yeah. Um, I go to the box. I coach a class. The next. And then the next hour, I train myself, um, coach throughout the day, uh, midday, I train again. Um, as far as nutrition, I just, I'm on a flex nutrition diet right now, um, okay. which is basically watching my macros and whatever it takes to get those macros in. I thought uh, it was just, you just eating flex. Yeah. <laughs> flex. I thought it was too. Yeah. Is, is it like a renaissance periodization, like where you, you focus on the timing of when you get your macros in? or is No, it the timing. Just macros. Just the macros, okay. yeah. Okay. And, I mean, you can use this whether you eat like crap or if you're on paleo. Yeah. I'm about... I'd say about 80% clean yeah. as far as what I eat, and obviously I eat cereal. So. I'm, I'm 100% paleo yeah. 60% of the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all right, so you start out the day with cereal. Mm-hmm. And um, is, is there anything special that you do in the morning when you wake up? Like, do you have, I mean, <clears throat> are you someone who's into meditating? Or, I mean, do you just get up, get right? Go and eat your cereal and go to the gym? or you, know, do you have? Yeah, that's pretty much it. I yeah. go to the gym. Get class started, coach class, train. What time is this? Like, is this the five thirty six a.m. class? Six a.m. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And what did you do? So your the gym is is your job now, right? yes, full time. Yes. What did you do before that? Uh, personal trained. 
So you did personal. So mm-hmm. you've always been into fitness, Trains. yes, pretty much yes. always. Cool. Well, what and what are what are some of the struggles and maybe the hardest thing um, growing up adaptive that you've that you've had to face, and and how have you how have you kind of overcome those things? Like if you had to name one or maybe two things, like either a certain period in time um, in your life where it was difficult for you, or um, or maybe just one certain instance. That, that maybe you could tell the listeners and, and maybe someone else is going through the same thing? Well, I think the only thing that was difficult is when I was real young uh, with the bullying. Um, yeah. We moved every two years. Uh, my parents were always moving, so I was always in a new school. I mean, it's tough enough to be the new kid all the time, but yeah. I, yeah. Was, I was that new kid. Yeah. Uh, so I dealt with a lot of bullying. Um, Verbal or physical or both? Both, both. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, until I decided I was going to start working out and yeah. fight back. And so, I think okay. that's kind of what brought me into fitness. Okay, so, yeah. yeah. So before that, it sounds like Henry Rollins. Henry Rollins, he was a scrawny little kid. and, and Which I was as well, grabbed yeah. The, grabbed the iron. He said, I'm yeah. not going to let people mess with right. me anymore. That's cool, man. Like, it's kids suck, don't they? Yeah. Kids are so mean. Like, yeah. they're, they're the most evil things in the world. I was watching, I was watching uh, American Sniper last night. Carson went to sleep, and it was on. So I was like, all right, I'm going to watch it. And uh, I love whenever he set him down. He was like, there's three people in the world. There's a wolf, there's a sheep, and there's a sheep dog. Yeah. And he goes, we ain't, we, we ain't raising no wolves in here. <laughs> and you ain't going to be no sheep. You're not going to be a sheep. Yeah, I like that. that You're going to be a, a really protector. And, uh, yeah, that always sticks to me. And I, I just remember growing up, like, uh, I, had some, I had some friends that, you know, they were, they were you, you use the word adaptive now, and I remember always having to, like, stick up for them. Like, because uh, we always had, like, the local bullies in our community that would come up and try to bully them. And then all it does is take, like, one person to stand up to that bully and say, hey, man, why don't yeah. you shut up and back off? Yeah. You know, and then they usually don't say anything at all, you know. Right. But you just have people that don't, you know, that don't really uh, protect those around them. And, or at least, you know, I see value in that, especially as kids, you know. Yeah. And uh, I remember working with, uh, like, some kids in uh, wrestling, especially. Man, that was uh, that was, like, a big thing. That we had. I like well, what to, was the name of that? Kyle Maynard. Yeah, is that who yeah. it was? Yeah, he, he yeah. was born he without any legs and arms. Any legs, legs and or arms, yeah. and he was like a state champion. or No, something? he qualified. He qualified for states in five A. Which states. man, that's in five A. Colin Till. That's dude. That's tough. absolutely insane. Yeah, that guy's awesome. Like he was like he was sticking folks, man. We'll post and the uh, uh, we'll post a YouTube video on that um, on the he just on got the site as well. Like uh, probably five years ago or so, yeah. he climbed Mount Kilimanjaro. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and he he also did. Uh, Regionals, remember sectionals in two thousand ten, where he crawled up Stone Mountain. That was still like one of the most inspiring things I've ever seen. It, it took him, it took him like hour and a half to get to the top. It was a great and uh, Mike G was up there at the top. Mike said, "I'll wait on him." And he said he saw Kyle coming up, and Kyle he had these like cowhide things on his on his arms and legs so he could you know so he protected himself. Yeah, and he said, "Back at the top, it was just blood everywhere." And he crossed the finish line and just fell over and rolled over on his back and was like. Thanks for staying, Mike. Like, told him thank you. Wow. <laughs> Mike's just sitting there, like, dude, you just got up there. And Mike says, like, one of the most humbling things he's ever seen. That's but uh, now I got a question for you. Whenever you got somebody coming into the gym, obviously, like, even when you came walking in in here, uh, I was training one of my clients. She was like, "Who's that?" And I told him who you were, and I kind of was like, "He does Olympic lifting. He does CrossFit. He owns a CrossFit gym." And she was like, "Oh my god, so awesome!" Da da da. Obviously, you're probably inspiring your clients. Now, when you got somebody that comes into the gym that, you know, they're kind of intimidated or kind of scared, 
of CrossFit and they hear about it or like you're going to get hurt doing CrossFit right, right. and all that kind of stuff. Like I'm sure what you say to people, like people got to take that with you know everything that you say behind it you know you can't just take it with a grain of salt right. i'm sure whenever you speak to somebody like you truly speak to somebody because you've been there you've had to deal with it and all that kind of stuff you've lived you lived the life prior to 300 pounds right, overweight right. and then being adaptive and sure like what do you tell the people when they come walking into your gym you know like i'd be like this is the baddest thing this is the baddest thing ever or well, you know, i would think that he wouldn't have to it, it, there's at least one thing that he doesn't have to deal with that we deal with because we get people yeah. coming in and it's like, well, I just don't think I could do that. I just know that CrossFit is, is I, that I couldn't do that. That's yeah. the, you guys are doing stuff and, and I couldn't do that. And I would imagine that it, no one is going to say that to you. Well, I, I've the had door. them say that. And the only thing I do, I don't even have to say anything. I just, just raise my hand raise up. Your hand up. You're I'm like, like really? Or you're, <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> you just sit there and you go, don't even go. Or, or just, just say like, Okay, well, you know, that's fine. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so, I mean, I guess that's that's one selling tactic. Or Between that I mean, and you can't, like me being you can't overweight and stuff, that. so I yeah. show my pictures and stuff. So. Yeah, well, yeah. That's Man, you're too. just like a, yeah, you're a walking billboard That's for your gym. Yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't deny that. You're a walking billboard for it. So, did you see... Um, when, when the kids were, you know, bullying you uh, physically, you know, mentally or whatever, verbally, and you decided to get in there and, and, and start training and do this stuff, um, at what point did that start to change for you? Like, did it change your mental outlook and, like, you were still being bullied or did people start to respect you more? I mean, like, just how did, how did that happen? Because it's not always like – it's not like you see in the movies where you have that 80s montage where somebody trains for about 90 right, seconds and right. then they come back and they kick everybody's ass. Right. Which, by the way, I watched Kickboxer 2 yesterday, <laughs> last night. Netflix is awesome. Oh, dude. All the kickboxers are on there. <laughs> worst movies ever. Oh, so Sas- <laughs> Sasha Mitchell is probably the worst actor ever. <laughs> but, God, I love those movies. Have you seen him recently too? He's no. like juiced up, man. Really? He's like bigger than you and me. Yeah, wow. he was like this scrawny little. You remember he was on that yeah. that show like Step by Step. Yeah, or something good like for that. him. Good yeah. for him. So, but anyways, yeah, like so. <laughs> I completely <laughs> forgot what the hell I was talking about. Now I'm thinking about kickboxer. Um, yeah, like was there a turning point for you when, like, when you were training when, when you noticed people stopped or kids stopped, you know, looking at you and talking to you, you know, in this derogatory way, and maybe started looking up to you because now you're the source of inspiration. So when did that change? About high school, I mean, I started getting a lot bigger, and people were wanting to start work out with me, see what I'm doing, and yeah, that changed completely. People looked at me in a different way. So, did you do any sports in high school? No, you didn't do any mm-hmm. sports. I didn't know if you tried wrestling or not. Sports are for losers. <laughs> hey, man, especially wrestling. They, just, they kept me out of trouble. It kept, kept me out of jail. <laughs> I, and I did sports. I just wasn't any good at them, so I'm yeah. just bitter. That's all it is. I did all the sports. No, sports kept me out of jail. I got to thank my coaches for keeping me in there, and my parents too. If not, I wouldn't be here. Yeah, that's another thing too. I mean, did did you get in trouble when you were a kid? Were, were you like one of those kids that because you know you're trying to show out like before maybe before you started working out and getting your head right and stuff or were you always kind of you know you had your head on straight no i was a troublemaker but i never got in trouble okay. um i was very good at never staying out caught. of trouble never got caught right, <laughs> right. right. No, never never any stints in jail or anything no, like that no. okay what um if is there anyone that you because uh, we're, we're talking about you being inspirational what is the one person that you would say you look up to the most, other than a religious deity? 
the you know an actual person that you look up to the most <clears throat> or that you have looked up to in the past to get to where you're at um gosh yeah why would I actually have to say my father? I mean, he okay. he really pushed me all the time. I mean, he never babied me. He always made me feel like I can do anything. So I would definitely have to say my father. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. I love that. Um, and is, is he still around? No, he actually passed last year. Oh, man, okay. Yeah. Um, well, uh, there's a couple things that I want to talk to Rocky about. First of all, though, I want to um, I want to give you a chance to promote and give us a little bit of insight um, about um, your seminars that you guys are holding. Now you've got, you say you've got a crew that's coming in there, um, but and your first one is, is when is it going to happen now? July 24th. 20, July 21st, and that'll be the or fourth? Fourth. Fourth, I'm sorry. Um, that's one day after my birthday, bam. Uh, and that's in at, at CrossFit Douglasville. Yeah, it'll be right in our gym, yeah. And um, what is, do you know kind of the, the goal of that? Um, are you just going to... You're just helping people um, with whatever they need help with to try and do things that maybe they, they feel as though they can't do? Or what, what is your goal um, towards this? I, I know you guys don't have the, the whole program right. um, kind of done yet, but what is the kind of goal and purpose of it? Well, they come in and teach. They have you know coaches from all over come in, uh, adaptive athletes come in. Uh, and teach different scenarios, uh, whether you get somebody that's in a wheelchair or somebody that might be blind or, you know. Okay, mis- so it's it's actually, it's almost more so, like, not necessarily someone who's adaptive coming in and learning how to do it, but maybe coaches like exactly. myself or Brandon right. coming in, yes. learning how to better um, work with someone who's adaptive. Right. Oh, right. cool. Okay. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. So I, I'm assuming they just have a bunch of dif- different scenarios and, you know, I guess – appendages or, right. or whatever that would right. that would not be there huh cool and um is this is this a series that you're planning on doing or i mean you're a part of it or it, this is going to be the first one july 24th are you plan on going like nationwide with this or is it just something you're going to do in the area it is something that's going to go nationwide yes okay so basically what you're going to do you're going to hopefully have like a checklist like a like a action like a like a pamphlet or something like that for justin and i for coaches coming into your uh seminar and it'll give you certain exercises or certain routines that you can do with certain athletes with certain, you know, uh, like a handicap or appendage mission or something like that. Like right. we can have a checklist of what they can do and what they can't do. Right, and give you ideas what you can work around and things like that. Because uh, be I really like the way nice. they put it, too. It's like it, it's not a matter if if you're going to get an adaptive athlete that's going to walk through your door. It's Swing. when. Because eventially you will. I mean, yeah, it could be somebody now. with a broken leg. It doesn't yeah. have to be, you know, missing a leg. Yeah. Exactly, so. yeah. I mean, we've done a lot of stuff in here. We've had people with broken uh, shoulders, and yeah. this guy's a trooper, and he's like, well, I'm going to come in and do something. And he's like, okay. Yeah, I mean, this well, like like you said, like every, everyone's adaptive. Right. I mean, we've got a, a guy that came in the box now. He's a firefighter, and um, he's got an amazing engine, ridiculously strong. When he was 12 years old, he broke his uh, his elbow and his arm right there in the elbow joint. Um, I'm not sure exactly all the, all everything that was broken, but like 13 different places. Wow. So his elbow looks like it's dislocated always. So while he can actually bench press a decent amount of weight, um, you know, overhead is almost impossible for him. And, you know, working with that and trying to figure out a way for him to be able to hold something over his head. Like he said, his goal to come in was to put a 45-pound bar over his head. Yeah, so it's more of actually coaching um, the coaches on how to work with the adaptive athletes than actually working with adaptive athletes, you know, yourself. Right. Um, Okay, cool. What what is your what is some of the biggest obstacles that you found working with adaptive athletes? Um, is it is it you know 
not necessarily who has the most trouble doing things, but is there a mental barrier that a lot of the them ones have, that are just or? willingness to try something new? Yeah, I've never seen an obstacle. Um, you said it. I mean, they they have that willingness to to, to work to do whatever it takes to overcome what they're going through. So, 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 yeah. So they're mentally tough. Yeah, it's it's I mean, not I can bad. Find, it's just, I can find they're mentally tough, just like you. I mean, you're mentally tough because of what's gone through in your past and everything you've been dealing with. I mean, you can handle stuff fairly well, and uh, especially any kind of challenge. But if you be able to get them, if you get a new challenge like a physical challenge right. that somebody told them their whole life, you can't do that. Right. And now they come in and they can do that. I mean, that's got to be empowering, seeing somebody get through their first CrossFit workout that's yeah. never done a CrossFit workout, and they never thought they could do a CrossFit workout, but now they're doing it. Yeah. And well, they, once they've come through the door, though, maybe they've already, you know, they've said, okay, I'm going to do this, and they're determined. But yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see, are there any, are there any adaptive athletes out there that – well, maybe not actual athletes, um, but are, is there anyone out there that maybe isn't ready? Like, do you ever see someone or talk to someone, um, like you said, like they're coming in like, oh, I can't do that or whatever. Maybe maybe you start a conversation with someone and they feel as though they can't do that because they have, you know, maybe a limb missing or something like that. And, and you've had to, you know, to witness to them. I guess a horrible word to yeah. witness, but you, you know what I mean? Yeah, I haven't come across that personally. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure... It happens, but I haven't come across it. Because I'm just curious of the psyche of of someone that's had to go through those types of things. Because, like I said, once you walk through the door, then okay, well, yeah, obviously they want to you do get that, that mindset. Yeah, but I'm sure there's a lot of people out there. Maybe they're listening to this, um, you know, that aren't quite ready to walk through the door yet. Is there any is there any message or anything that you would say to those people that you know maybe? Maybe they want to do it, but maybe they are scared, and, and they haven't walked through the door. They haven't, they haven't gotten in their head like, man, I'm, I'm tough enough to figure out a way around this. Well, that's my main goal, to get this out there that, you know, anything's possible. There are literally no excuses. You can do it. It's just a matter of how we're going to work around it. Yeah, um, yeah absolutely. Cool. Uh, what, what, <laughs> this is completely random. What, what is your, uh, what's in your Netflix queue right now? <laughs> um. Can you say on uh, podcasts? Uh, I guess right now, Blacklist. Um, I don't really have much. I haven't had much time to watch TV. <laughs> no, I'm, man, we are we're all about TV. some Blacklist. We're all about some Blacklist. We, um, as a matter of fact, you know, the Netflix, I think, is it's over and the next season isn't on there yet not yet so we we started buying them on amazon but <laughs> 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 we don't watch tv but i've been buying them. We, i got a i got a hulu subscription and i just got a commercial the other day they're about to put every seinfeld episode on hulu you know you Dude, know who has uh, i am going to be worthless <laughs> after <that>. <laughs> <laughs> you know crackle has i believe because jerry seinfeld bought into crackle which is free Crackle's free, and I'm pretty sure that has every episode of Seinfeld on. Well, now. you just ruined that for me. <laughs> it may not win, have every episode. Wind, take the wind it out of my sails, man. Episode. I thought I was about to be on the high seas rolling, and now you just took it all away. <laughs> Are you like, nothing to look forward to now? You, June 24th. You're a Seinfeld guy, really? Oh man, I love Seinfeld. What, which What's your favorite character, Brandon? You know, I like all of them. George, though, George, George yeah. is my man. <laughs> is it because of the hair? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's the hair. Just like his, uh, I don't know, just like his personality and how he handles everything. He just blows up. He's like Gilbert. 
<laughs> yeah, what about yeah. okay? I, I I don't want to talk about Seinfeld. Sorry. I want to talk about Blacklist yeah. because I'm 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 obsessed with it. James Spader, yeah. yes. his character on there. Um, to me, he's just like this. He's like a badass villain, Sherlock Holmes. Yes, right. H- how did like when you first started watching it? Were, were you like immediately into it, or was it slow? Like. Was he cheesy or like what? What, what do you like about it? It I'm, took I'm me curious. about three episodes to really get into it. Okay, um, but because after, I'm not a cop drama yeah. kind of guy. Like I don't like any of that, like Law and Order, CSI, or whatever. But for some reason, I really, really enjoy Blacklist. Whenever, you, whenever I hear Spader speak, I like to just close my eyes because <laughs> he's very ugly. He's like a white he's Morgan a, Freeman. A, yeah, no, he's a, no, he's not Morgan Freeman. He is uh, the dude from uh, the San, James Earl Jones. That's what he's James like Earl to me. Jones. Like, okay. when you, like when you hear that, you know guy he did talk. the voice of Ultron in the new Avengers. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like when yeah. you hear yeah. him talk, I just close my eyes because he does not look like he needs that voice. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he should be way he more does badass. Look a little bit, yeah. He looks like he should be way more badass than what uh, than he, what he looks yeah, like. He looks like yeah. he should have one of those high pitched like um, Paul Giamatti. <laughs> yeah. uh, like, I'm like, hey, you snorkel. But he doesn't. He just has this very matter of fact about it. Um. No, but yeah. So, do you watch any of the CSI or Law and Order or anything no, else like that? No. So you don't like that, but you like this I show. I like that show. Yeah. How, how did you come across it? You're just like, I ah, just screw it because I. It took me a good three months of like a dozen people telling me like, no, you need to watch it. And that's pretty much what it took. It, people in my gym just kept telling me about it, telling me about it. And one day I decided to watch it. My wife and I sat down. I was like, ah, that's all right. After about three episodes, I started watching one after another. So, do you think he's her father? I think so. You think so? Yeah. Because they keep alluding to it. Yeah, I think so. This is important, Brandon. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get back to Seinfeld (laughs) later. Just man up and start watching Blacklist. You'll like it. Man, I don't know. They keep alluding to it. I I tried. I tried. Anyways, all right. So I guess that and um, Impractical Jokers. You ever watch that? No, I haven't seen that one. That's awesome. What is what is impract? Is that on Netflix too? Yeah, it's four guys. They just basically go out and play practical jokes on each other and other people, and they try to see how much they can push each other. How much crap they can get yeah. into? Yeah. Anybody got punched? Pretty close. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. chased, punched. <laughs> sounds like a YouTube channel that got greenlit. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it sounds yeah. like. Um, what is uh? What about your favorite concert? I'm I'm curious. What 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 kind of music are you listen to? What, yeah. What is your favorite concert of all time that you've ever been to? I've Never gone to a concert other than with my wife, and it was with Keeper, Keith Urban. Keith so, Urban. Yeah. Now, was that for your wife? That was for my wife, yes. So are you not a country fan? Or I, country I, fan? Saying, I enjoy well, it. I mean, that, the way you answered that, it's like, I've never... It's like you didn't I'm, like anything that you've just been to. You're just kind of like giving somebody like a prerequisite. Now, I'm going to say this, <laughs> but I've never chosen... I've never preface. chosen that... I've never chosen a concert that I want to go to. It's like he was apologizing <laughs> before he said it. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, look, yeah. guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> Edit this out, but, but uh, no. you know my wife. She got these tickets to Keith Urban. I I'm a huge country fun. fan, man. <laughs> just not anything past 1995. Yeah. I just I'm not a fan of any country past like like the mid 90s or whatever. So I I just I don't know. I'm a big Toby Keith fan, man. He he stayed pretty cool past the 90s. Mm. Blake Shelton stayed pretty cool. He's not too hip hop. Hick hop. Is, is that a that's thing? What, that's why I call that new country. Hick-hop. Is that what it is? Hick hop. I think that's what they call. Speaking it. of which, have you heard the, the worst <laughs> thing ever? That new super group that came out. It's got like the dude from Sugar Ray, the dude from Uncle Cracker, um, the dude from um, I, I don't know what else. If you like say Florida Georgia Line or something I would, like Florida that. Georgia Line would be pissed. Um, it's not Florida Georgia Line, but okay. like that's what they sound like. 
and it's it is the worst thing ever. I think their song is like "Bring Your Own Hot Body" or "Bring Your Hot Like B Y H B." Bring your it's go check it out. It'll shorten your life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> spend, spend three minutes of your life regretting. No, you you won't you won't watch the whole thing. You'll get you'll get a good ninety seconds in if you're lucky or whatever. But but yeah, that that kind of stuff I, I can't stand. So what what about music though? Since you haven't been a concert, that, that blows my mind that you just you're not a concert goer. I've just is never it, been. Man, is um, like maybe that's his secret, why he's made it so far in life. He hasn't <laughs> wasted time on going to concerts. <laughs> <laughs> they don't deal with all the foolishness that goes on what, with a concert. So certainly you listen to music when you train, though. Oh yeah, you don't absolutely. listen to country. So when what you do you train, listen do you? to? Uh, it's a wide range. I can listen to heavy metal, uh, rap. Um, you seem like a gangster to me. Yeah. <laughs> do you roll down? You, seem, do you, you roll down like, the car with it. You seem like a true OG. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. You say you're 45, right? <laughs> so you're, you know, I guess Tupac, Biggie era. Yeah, maybe a little bit before that. So w- when you were growing up, you said you were got getting into a lot of trouble. Were you listening to a lot of rap then? Like, is is that is that what your is that what your thing was? What was your or, your Metall- choice of or music? Metallica? Yeah, or were you a Metallica guy? Both. I mean, I listen to everything. It makes sense. Yeah, I, it makes sense. Yeah. that's why he never got caught. I don't have a <laughs> yeah. I don't have a favorite music. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we'll see. Hold on a second. All right. Well, um, we'll wrap it up here, I guess. Okay. Is there, Brandon, is there anything else that you wanted to ask him or talk to about? No, I mean he answered. Uh, he answered my questions earlier, just about. Uh, well, know, we weren't on the podcast. Empowering. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> empowering. Way to go. We talked yeah. for two hours before we podcast. We didn't have anything to talk about. Um, <laughs> so, um, anything that you want, people can find you um, at single handedly or single with no e, right Under, at the end. Underscore, underscore handedly. handedly, and that's H A N. D-L-Y. D-L-Y, okay. Um, Handedly? Handedly. Handedly. Wait. H-A-N-D-E-D. Okay, I didn't get the E-D part. Hanging out with a bunch of third graders over here. Whatever. Just wait till I get to your sign-off. Is there anything else that you want to plug? I guess... You know, check out I Am Adaptive. Um, it's a really good group. Uh, is it IAmAdaptive.com? Yes. www.com. You don't have to type <laughs> it. It's 2015, Brandon. HTTP. Yeah. <laughs> third graders. S. Semicolon. Backslash. Backslash. Whatever. www.iamadaptive.com. And the other one would be probably Lucky Finn. Lucky Finn Project. They're about the whole... Uh, limb difference, uh, children that grow up like this, whether it be one hand, no hand, some fingers are missing. Yeah. It, they're doing a lot of great things. It's called Lucky Finn? Lucky Finn. Project. Is, it a, um, is it a charity or is charity it? Charity or? They help out a lot of people, okay. um, a lot of awareness. Um, they try to get um, help as much as they can to these children. I got you. Just an yeah, awareness yeah. and kind of a promotion of, yeah. of, of adaptive, yeah. maybe not athletes, but people in general. Just in general. I yes. Gotcha. Cool. Cool. Well, uh, as of, as always guys, um, go to our YouTube channel, subscribe garage athletes at social media. Uh, we're at garage athletes. That's with an S um, check out all of our stuff on garageathletes.com. Um, also be on the lookout. We, we do have our programs out for uh, 
for CrossFit specifically, which is a specialized program that you guys can check out. Um, it has a testing phase, and then there are multiple programs that we put you in according to how you test. So it basically gives you um, the same uh, the same thing that you would get from an individualized program without actually having to do an individualized program, which makes it a little bit cheaper um, to produce. We also have some weightlifting um, programs that we're doing that are very that I'm I'm pretty excited about Rachel Bomashino, mm-hmm. the one that that did your level one cert and that um, she's a weightlifting coach at our gym. She's putting some like kind of the same thing that we do for CrossFit, but for weightlifting, okay. putting something together. So pretty excited about that. Be on the lookout for that. Um, if you're in the Kennesaw area, go check out CrossFit Bound, right? Oh yeah, CrossFitBound.com. And you guys have you have a fundraiser w- or something that you're doing for www.crossfitbound. How do you spell bound? Backslash, we're awesome. Spell bound. Is it B W B O U N D B O? And you guys, CrossFit Bound is going to the games. We are going to the games. They need money. So uh, catch I mean, them out on yeah. If they, people want to donate a little bit, you, know, you have like you know, a GoFundMe or something like no, that. No, we did not make a GoFundMe. Okay. Uh, no, it's just not through that our, desperate. It's just, no, we're not that desperate. But uh, <laughs> no, we just appreciate you know anybody any help. You know, when I was an individual, it wasn't too bad getting out there. But when you got when you're responsible it's for like twelve six, grand, when you're, yeah, when you're responsible <laughs> for six people, it's way different. <laughs> it's like being a dad, <laughs> like a full household. <laughs> yeah, going out there, I'm gonna be Papa Phillips, making sure everybody's going to sleep at night, making sure everybody's got their food in the morning. You know, I gotta pay like, like I'm gonna play the dad role. You I should guess. you should pin somebody else, make somebody else the the team leader, the team captain, so you can just be there. You and know, you can I, the, I can't do that, man. It's like it naturally it just kind of happens. You're just naturally the father figure. Yeah, because because it, you're so old, or no, no, no. <laughs> well, probably. probably uh, are you the oldest one on the team? Oh yeah, you are really the old. Everybody You're else, old. everybody else in their twenties. I'm not that old. Aren't you younger than me? My body's older than what I feel. Yeah, does that make sense? I always tell everybody, maybe a 1983 model, but I've got like a million miles. <laughs> yeah, like so. I mean, then, Rocky, I didn't even know he's 45, and he looks no, like he does. He, he looks I, like he looks like he's like my age if like 32 we're gonna take a picture when you look at the picture from up here we're, we look like we're the same damn age <laughs> and i'm 31 so either i'm doing something horribly wrong or you're doing something horribly right apparently it's all those concerts that i went yeah. to yeah that's yeah. what really put the age on you over there man <laughs> all right guys uh thanks for tuning in we'll see you on the next one all right garage athletes is produced in partnership with the oamnetwork.com and garageathletes.com